Say something. Why do you keep Why do you keep moving this? I didn't like where it was. Why didn't you like where it was? It's in front of my face. You don't like it in front of your face? No. I don't get it. Welcome to the Approach Podcast with Adam. Adam is a celebrity chef turned health coach to the stars, an ex-gymnast and ultra marathon runner. Here, he'll discuss intermittent fasting, sugars intake, sustainable weight loss, and so much more. No script needed and off the cuff. Adam's knowledge and passion for wellness and nutrition will blow you away. So sit back, relax, and prepare to get healthy. All right, what is going on, everybody? I am live on Instagram, plus we're going to do this podcast right now with a great discussion, uh, something that I get pretty heated about, um, and that is the conversation of counting calories and calorie deficit and things like that. And so I've, although I've talked about this quite a bit on social media, I figured I'd take a moment to do a podcast um, all about calorie counting, calorie deficit, and why you shouldn't do it. So if you're just joining me, uh, I am live on Instagram, plus I'm going to be recording my podcast, kind of killing two birds with one stone. So calorie counting. So this is like, I guess the newest trend, especially when it comes to trainers and so forth, they're all on this counting calories and counting deficit, but I'm going to debunk the whole situation, the whole myth around counting calories and why it really doesn't exist. I, I, I've said quite a bit now that you'd have a better time finding a unicorn or a leprechaun or something better than counting the calories or counting the right calories correctly, I guess. So here's, here's the thing. Let's start off with calorie deficit and how many calories that you should have in a day, okay? And if you guys have any questions on Instagram, just chime on in. I'll get to as many as I can. So if I asked a poll of 100 people on how many calories you should be intaking on the daily, everybody's answer would be different. It would be 1,200, 1,500, 1,600, 2,000, 2,100, 2,500. And the funny thing about all these answers, I've done this a million times on TikTok and whether I go on live on Instagram, I've done this a million times and it always happens that where everybody's answers are going to be different. And the funny part about this is that everybody's answers are probably correct. And so calorie counting, you know, first off, where did you get that number from? That's, that's a question that I always ask. Where did, where did you get that number from? So if you came up with 1,600 calories a day, where did you get that from? Was it from the FDA website? Was it from a, a dietitian, a nutritionist? There's no exact science to how many calories you should be intaking in a day. And the reason is because everybody is different. Everybody's job is different, right? Whether you're working your feet all day or whether you're um, sitting down all day, uh, male, female, uh, are you in shape? Do you need to lose weight? How much weight do you need to lose? There are hundreds upon hundreds of factors when it comes to how many calories you should be intaking on the day. So that's first and foremost, right? So like, you know, everybody's answer is going to be different. There's no exact way to figure out how many calories you should be intaking. If you're consuming too much and feel like you're gaining weight, then hey, maybe that's too much. Another piece that to kind of sidetrack a little bit is not all calories are created equal. And I know trainers out there, and again, not to not to 
trash talk trainers. I love trainers. I think they're amazing. I just think, you know, sometimes they should stick with the training part and leave the nutrition part to people that talk about nutrition and vice versa, right? So just kind of stick to what you're really, really good at and don't, whatever has worked for you, maybe you've trained for an event and, and that trainer has, has done X, Y, and Z. It's probably not going to work for, you know, other people. So with that said, whatever calories you intake for yourself are going to be different for everybody else. Um, and I said it before that all calories are created different, right? So if you're counting calories, or let's say you have a pizza, right? That's X amount of calories, or you had calories from protein and vegetables. Those calories are going to work differently in your body. So those are some key points that you need to think about when you're counting calories. Now, again, going back to trainers or other people out there that are into calorie counting, they say, as long as you're counting calories, it doesn't matter what you eat, you're going to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. And that's really, really not the case. Like, obviously, if you're into counting calories or if you're into making a change to your life and better your life and health and nutrition and things like that, you're going to want to make a change all the way around. You're not just going to want to make a change in one thing and eat like crap everywhere else. Right? I hope that makes sense to everybody out there, especially on the people that are live right now with me. If you're looking to make a change and you're into counting calories, or you're wanting to start something new as far as your health and wellness are concerned, you don't want to do it half-assed, right? You want to do it all the way and kind of make some better changes and better habits when it comes to what you're intaking as well. Okay. We established that calorie, calorie counting is different for everybody. It, it, there's so many factors involved with that. But here's the flip side to that. How many calories can you actually count and have it be accurate? Now, I know people tell me that there's a lot of apps out there, which are great, and I'm sure they're going to get you a roundabout answer. But again, everything is different. If you were cooking your own food, you can put in exactly what you did, okay, and come up with a rough number of what the calories were in that meal. But what about when you're eating out, okay? Let's say you're eating out and you're going by the nutrition label on the place that you're eating, right? That's if they have a nutrition label. So not all places do. But I know some places, maybe Chipotle and places like that, have the nutrition label on there, right, of how many calories you're in. But everything is different. So are all those scoops of sour cream going to be the same? Maybe it's a little more in one. Maybe it's a little less. Now, I get that you're only going to be off maybe 20, 30 calories, but at the end of the day, if we continue to do this, we're going to be off by a couple hundred calories. So there's no real exact way to count the calories. And again, so I just said, number one, if you're making your own food, you can get pretty accurate. If you're eating out and are going off a nutrition label, you're going to get somewhat, excuse me, somewhat close. And that's only to say that if that establishment is being true to their word on their nutrition label, right? Because I would say nine times out of 10 or 99 out of 100, there's a little play or a little wiggle room in there, right? They want it to seem like the calories are lower um, so you can consume more or feel more confident in purchasing that item. And that's okay. Again, it's not an exact science. They're going to give you rough numbers, not exact. So let's say you're going out to a restaurant, nice restaurant for dinner. There's not going to be any calories. So now you've got to punch it in your app, okay? Now you're going to say chicken parm, okay? How do you know how that chicken parm was prepared? Was it prepared with olive oil? Was it prepared with vegetable oil? How much pasta was there? Was it a cup? Was it half a cup? 
all these factors are going to waver on the exact number or that final number that you're going to get in that calories consumed in a day. Okay. Now I just went through one, maybe general or typical day for you of how calorie counting can be so far off. Now imagine doing this for several days, for several weeks, for several months. How accurate do you think you're going to be in comparison to that app that you're using? You could be off thousands upon thousands of calories, okay? The addition to this is besides the fact that you're going to be off in counting calories, okay, who wants to sit there and count calories all day, every day, especially when they're probably going to come out not as accurate as you think they are? So this is my problem with counting calories. Um, it's not a very exact science. It's not necessary also if you're looking to lose weight. My suggestion, if you're looking to lose weight, make some healthier changes, is to really make some habit changes as far as what the food is that you're consuming. That, to me, is much more important than trying to count calories or calorie counting at all, right? If you just start making some changes, so instead of having lemonade, have lemon water, right? Or instead of having Diet Coke, have um, a, a seltzer or something like that, right? Those types of changes are going to be much more important than the actual calories you're counting. Also, I talk about this all the time. Like my program, I had two main visions when I designed my program over nine years ago now. And number one was sustainability. And number two was the accountability. So with those two factors in mind, that, those are the premise for my entire program, sustainability and accountability. Um, so if we go back to that keyword being sustainable, my thought is that counting calories is not a sustainable practice, right? You, it's something that you can do for a week, a couple weeks, maybe a month, but then you get so fed up with the calorie counting that you're just going to throw everything out the window and not, you know, not be true to what it is you're doing. You're going to skip meals. You're going to skip entries, things like that. So calorie counting just goes way out the window. It's calorie counting is one of those things that has to be so exact. You have to get so close in order to be accurate with what it is you're consuming. And then again, then you're stuck with those meals and you're so fearful to get out and enjoy other meals, right? Because you only know those few meals that you've been tracking each week, uh, day in and day out, right? So those are a few things about calorie counting. Again, if it's not necessary, I wouldn't start it. I wouldn't dive into it. And again, just not having the accuracy of calorie counting doesn't make it for the best practice. Going forward, you know, just to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting in this podcast and in this live, that Intermittent fasting is something that you can do without all the headache. Um, so with intermittent fasting, you have to pay less attention to the calories and more attention to the timing, which is a lot more doable, right? You have a lot more control over when you eat rather than maybe the exact calorie counting of what you're eating. Now, that's not to say that with intermittent fasting, you can eat whatever you want to, because I get tons of comments on, on social media, on TikTok and Instagram of, oh, I'm going to try intermittent fasting. Does this mean I can eat whatever I want? And of course not. It goes back to my saying, like, if you're going to make a change, oh, thanks for all the hearts, guys. Um, if you're going to make a change when it comes to your health and nutrition, you're going to want to make a change all the way around. 
Now, when someone joins my program, my one-on-one program, it is also built around little baby steps each and every week. Those of you that go from, from zero to 100 miles an hour you know, on those like crazy New Year's resolutions and, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and boom, this is what I'm going to do. Done it before, you know from experience that that doesn't last too long. So my tip and trick of the day and of this podcast is going to be make small adjustments. Set some goals for yourself. With every one of my clients, I set goals for them. Set some small, short-term goals. Set some medium-based goals and then go back and set some long-term goals. These goals don't have to be set in stone. In fact, I don't even call them goals when you join my program. I actually call them intentions. These are intentions you're setting in place. Along with those intentions, you're actually going to set some parameters to how you're going to achieve those intentions. So if I say, I'm going to walk five miles a day, right? That would be my intention. Now, what you're going to want to do is, how are you going to do that? What are, you, what are the parameters you're going to put in place in order to get that intention going, all right? So something might be, put it in your calendar. I'm going to walk every day at 6 a.m., Okay, so now you have a time in place. You set your alarm, right? You're going to get an app to to track your your walking. So all these parameters are going to be surrounded by that intention of walking X amount of miles a day. Hope this makes sense, right? So it's one thing to set those goals or intentions, and it's another thing to kind of house them in in all the factors that are going to make that happen. And that's one of the main issues with these New Year's resolutions, right? We have this one major thing, I'm gonna go to the gym. And then that's it, we have no other parameters around it. We have no other backup of how we're going to continue doing this, right? I'm gonna go to the gym for a month, okay? How you do that? When are you gonna do that? What's your schedule like, right? So put all the guesswork, uh, take all the guesswork out of the intentions or goals that you're putting in place. Um, so again, for those of you just joining me, I'm recording a podcast right now. We're t- uh, talking a lot about calorie counting, and I just kind of sidetracked a little into how intermittent fasting, uh, there's no need for calorie counting when you're intermittent fasting. But with that said, you should definitely try and make some transitions to healthier options, right? Or make some healthier habits in your life. Don't just say, I'm going to intermittent fast and eat pizza every day. Well, I'm going to intermittent fast and go out and get fast food. Like that's not the idea, but it it doesn't have to be all or nothing or black and white either. Okay. So if you're going to set an intention uh, in place that you're going to start intermittent fasting, start the intermittent fasting, right? But you don't have to go from eating junk food to, you know, living on a, on a farm in Hawaii and eating off the land, right? It doesn't have to be that extreme. So take it in stride, set some goals or intentions in place for yourself and take it one week at a time. Again, going back to people that have done my program, they know that, oh, we set a few intentions for one week. We've set a few intentions for three weeks. We set a few intentions for three months, six months, so forth. So we gradually build up. And before you know it, you've tackled 10 different new things that are making you healthier, making you happier, making you lose weight, making you feel better, right? So all these things are happening, but gradually over time, all right? 
So I hope that helps. Uh, again, if you're trying to do calorie counting, it's not a thing. Um, it's very difficult to track, number one, how many calories you are consuming or how many calories you should be consuming. There's so many different factors involved with what that number should be. So my suggestion and tip of the day is try something that's a little more sustainable, a little more doable, that is also, again, a little more accurate. And intermittent fasting, you can be super accurate with the timing, and you don't have to worry so much about the other nitty-gritty stuff. So I hope that helps, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I know this was somewhat of a little a short of a podcast today, but uh, I just wanted to chime in um, and talk about calorie counting because it comes up all the time on my social media of how many calories should I have, what should I have, how many calories are in this, and if you just do away with that, you'll be so much better off. You'll be a lot more sustainable in whatever your health efforts are, and you'll meet so many more of your goals. So thank you guys all for joining me. Love all of you. Till next time, let's get healthy. If you like what you hear, please make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you're interested in health coaching, nutrition, and wellness tips, make sure to check out Adam and follow at Adam Potash Approach.